Today we are sitting down with Halifax Thunderbirds defenseman Jake Withers to talk about his time in Halifax, being drafted, all the things going into his career. All right, guys, it's going to be a good one. Get ready. Are you ready to go offside? Because it's Offside Hockey Talk with your host, James Roberts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as I said off the hop, we are sitting down today with Halifax Thunderbirds' own Jake Withers. He is the defenseman for the team. Jake, how is your day shaking out so far? Not too bad. Just getting going here. We had practice last night up in uh, Six Nations, Ontario, so can get pretty late uh, late every Wednesday for me driving three hours to go practice with one of my teammates from Peterborough, so it's not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, you know what? Cannot complain, I suppose, after getting this big dump in the snow we got here in Halifax. So, <laughs> Yeah, I heard about that. We had uh, Kyle Jackson was out there. He's the only one on the team that lives in the market, and he uh, couldn't make it last night because, I guess, the uh, airport was shut down or something. <laughs> yeah, they shut her down. I mean, it was. Uh, it started pretty bad in the morning, and, I mean, getting it cleaned up and being safe, I guess, is the main thing. So if he couldn't make it out, I guess it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, no. I guess it's a nice thing. He's probably actually. <laughs> a little bit of a smile on his face when he heard the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always good sometimes when you get a little extra relaxed time, a little downtime. Yeah, right. Well, Jake, I want to ask you the questions uh, basically about, you know, when did you find out you were coming to Halifax and how did that all come about? I've been three years in the league, obviously. Um, I was drafted to Rochester, lived there for, for two years. And, you know, there was kind of some rumblings that kind of started some rumors that were kind of swelling around about us maybe relocating. Um, we weren't really sure where, but it was in the talks that uh, occurred an opportunity somewhere. And then last summer, actually, was kind of a weird situation. Not last summer, sorry, two summers ago. Before our uh, last season in Rochester, it was announced and uh, that Kurt was going to move the team to, to Halifax and that the Pukulas, who owned the Buffalo Bandits as well, were going to buy uh, Rochester, which would be considered the expansion team now. So... Um, you know, it was, it was kind of a weird situation, like I said, just because we're the to play in Rochester, but at the same time, we were going to be moving to Halifax the next year. You know, obviously, I, I always love Rochester. I have a special spot in my heart. It's where I started my career and, um, you know, made it to the finals my rookie year. But, you know, it was, uh, it was exciting to kind of um, know that we're going to a new market and somewhere where I've never been before and somewhere where I've heard that, you know, the, the fans are some of the best in the world, especially with the Mooseheads and, and now um, finding out with the Wanderers. So, um, yeah, we, we came out and did some, did some uh, promotional things. You know, there's everything that, uh, that we, no, that I, I, I've heard about. So, yeah, lived up to it so far. Well, walking walking us through it, so you find out you're going to Halifax. What is the, the first thing you looked up about Halifax when you heard this is where you guys were going to be going? Well, honestly, I, w- I was trying to get my hands on a bowl of uh, seafood chowder. <laughs> I looked that up, and we, I think when we landed, we all went to Nelly's for lunch. That was the first place I ate, and it was amazing. Um, I love that place. But other than that, you know, I, I was actually really looking forward to and then also get into a Mooseheads game. Um, going out in Peterborough with the Beats here, you know, just kind of being around the, the OHL and the Q and, and the WHL is, you know, something that I always heard about was, it was an amazing experience is going to Mooseheads game, so I was really excited to finally get the opportunity to go and do that when we went out for the event Cup in May. There was, it was awesome, just the whole fan experience at the Scotiabank Square there and you know, the atmosphere, not even just that Moosehead game, I think we went to three games, and two of them were 
um, two of the away teams, and it was a sold-out venue every time, so it was crazy. Yeah, we're definitely a rabid bunch for sports down here. We need we need the stadium to get built to keep going to that next level, but you guys coming to town, the Halifax Thunderbirds, I mean, it's a huge step for Halifax, and it's another, you know, a major team to go along with the, the Halifax Mooseheads. Obviously, we don't have any of the big ones out here, like the NHL, NBA, or anything like that, but having, you know, the Thunderbirds and the Mooseheads here, it's definitely a huge draw, and I know the fan response when it was announced that Halifax was getting a National Lacrosse League team. It was huge, and everybody was buzzing about it. I'm wondering, um, you said you come down for the Mem Cup, and, you know, you've been in town for a few other things before the season kicked off. What was your feeling from the fans? What was your vibe that you were getting from everyone? You know, very welcoming, for sure. Like you said, it's a very, you know, rapid sports town, it seems like. Um, you know, anything that kind of comes in, into town, it seems like, you know, the community really, really bands together and really, really rallies around that. So uh, it's been nothing but, you know, a warm welcome. And I think our first two games is, you know, an example of that. You know, more more the season opener was, was absolutely nuts. But even game two, it, it was pretty good. So, you know, something that I think is going to keep continue to grow, hopefully, um, in the community, especially if we, you know, keep winning and hopefully bring a championship in our inaugural year. That'd be, you know, a little cherry on top. But, you know, it's our pleasure to, to be able to get out there and, put a good product on the floor and, um, you know, bring some entertainment to the community. Well, we all seen what happened when Vegas came into the NHL going right to the finals the first year. So you saying bring a championship in the inaugural season, uh, it's not too far of a cry of things that can happen. And definitely, I mean, with the squad you guys have, it looks like you guys can put on not only an entertaining show, but be competitive every single game to get to that point. I'm wondering for yourself, I, I did a little bit of research on you, and you said your favorite thing, you know, your favorite run so far was when you were with Ohio State and going on the title run. I'm wondering if you can walk through fans, you know, a little bit through that and just let us know, you know, that feeling, the energy, you know, what it's like playing for, you know, Ohio State and just how rabid, you know, college sports are in the States. Yeah, so, you know, I was fortunate enough to go to school down at Ohio State University for four years, and yeah, you know, I've had, uh, you know, the privilege to play for Team Canada on, on a few occasions now, which is obviously right up there, and, you know, win the gold medal this summer in Langley. But, you know, I think back to kind of my, my favorite lacrosse moment or, or my favorite lacrosse moments, I guess, it, it'd be that year that we made a, a run for the title. And, um, you know, we unfortunately came up a little short and lost to Maryland in the, in the third time we played them in the finals, uh, 8-5. Um, you know, just that experience, it's, you know, you know, coming to the locker room every day, we, we practice every day for, you know, two to three hours, Monday to Friday, and then we battle together on Saturdays, and it's that experience, and um, coming and seeing, you know, 50 of, of guys that you consider brothers every single day for, you know, nine months is, is something that, when, when you look back on it, it's, it's, you know, a really special experience that I'll never really experience again, you know, coming to the rink with, with the Thunderbirds, um, you know, it's obviously amazing. It's something that I cherish close to my heart. But uh, at the same time, it's, you know, I see those guys you know, two to three times a week max. Where in college, it's a totally different dynamic where you you basically live with these guys six to you know seven days a week. So um, you know, it's something with with Coach Myers down there. It's something that I, I went in as a kid and I came in as a man. So they really make sure that you don't you know you don't just come out with a, with a college degree and a better player, but you come out a better human being and for, uh, for us, you come out a man. Well, you know, when a lot of people go on title runs or, you know, they win a championship or, you know, any of those kind of long, you know, growing experiences, like you said, 
I'm wondering, do you keep in contact with any of those guys, or you know, have you run into any of those guys playing wise uh, since that time at Ohio State? Yeah, a lot of those guys actually. Um, you know, like I said, there's you know anywhere between 50, 60 guys in the team every given year, and guys come and go. But you know, for the most part, I probably got fifteen guys that I talk to on a, on a weekly basis. You know, probably four or five on a daily basis, and a lot of them are still you know, my best friends and guys that I keep in contact with. Like I said, so um, you know, even the coaching staff, you know, people. Coaches that aren't there anymore, uh, you know, they always reach out and say, how are you doing? You know, Christmas and Easter, you say happy birthday, so I'm the best wish to the family. So, you know, life gets busy, but at the same time, you know, especially the 2017 year, my senior year, that uh, I made a ton of with, you know, Eric Fennell and Austin Shanks. It's it's a, a close a close-knit team, you know, especially when you make that, that long push to the championship. And, you know, I think maybe even more so defeat brought us, you know, a little closer as a team, especially in the way that we lost. But, um it's something that it was, it was very special to me, and something that I held very close to my heart, and that I, you know, try and check in on everyone here and there. Because, uh, like I said, life gets busy, but it's an experience that you know very few people in in this life uh, can experience. So. Well, definitely. Well, you go from Ohio State, and of course, we have already touched on it a little bit, but you get drafted, and you're going to Rochester. But before going to Rochester, when you're you're at the draft, and you're going to be drafted. What is your feeling? Did you know where you're going to go? Have you talked to any teams or anyone spoke to you or anything like that? Or is it just sitting and waiting to see where you're going to be playing next? Well, yeah, first off, I just wanted to get drafted. You know, I didn't care if I was going, <laughs> you know, second overall or sixth six round. I think what is it, 50, 50th overall or no, sorry, 60th overall. But at the same time, I mean, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to play in the summer leagues up here for the last two summers with Peter Belenzer. So, a lot of the guys on, on that team, I mean, sorry, majority of the guys on that team were, you know, NOL players, and a lot of them were NOL veterans. So, you know, I spoke to a few guys here and there um, just to kind of, you know, gauge if, gauge interest in some teams. But, you know, I, I talked to, I think it was George at four. So I thought I was going to go four originally, but, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to have Kurt take a chance on me, and, you know, I'm always thankful to him for doing that. Um, you know, there's, there's a couple good players that, he could have took before me, but he had faith in me, and he took me, and I think we had a good run my rookie year. Came up a little short, but uh, I'm very happy with where I am now, and, um, you know, I, I can't thank Kurt Kurtzstars enough for taking that chance on me. Well, you speak of your rookie year. I mean, you did get uh, the rookie of the year and did make the all-rookie team. How was that feeling? You know, basically, like you just said, like someone took a chance on you. Very thankful, and also you said, you know, just wanting to get drafted, but not only getting drafted, playing – and then being the rookie of the year, how did that uh, all feel for you? A nice feather in the cap, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, first and foremost, it's just a dream come true to, you know, A, get drafted, and B, make the roster, right? So it's something that I've grown up, always wanted to do is, you know, suit up in that whole game. And to be able to play 18 games that season plus five in the playoffs and then, you know, go to game three of the NOL finals, it was, you know, a long, a long Aside from losing that in the finals, it was, you know, just an unbelievable experience. So, um, to be able to, um, you know, be awarded with the Rookie of the Year, you know, it was just a, another big honor. But it was just a big, you know, you know, it was, it, was a, it was an awesome experience my rookie year to be able to experience that. But, you know, I think, I think the Rookie of the Year award, you know, obviously it was, a, it was a big honor. I think I was the first to win it. Um, in Rochester since John Grant Jr., who's also a Peterborough boy. So, you know, an idol of mine, I, I grew up, you know, trying to kind of mimic his play and, and this and that. I obviously, I turned out a little different on the back end and taking face-offs, but 
any anywho, um, I think it's just kind of you know it's you know it was a big example and a side effect of you know, the good te- the great teammates I had that year and, and the great leadership that you know I was fortunate enough to play behind in Rochester my rookie year to be awarded with that and especially you know not only being a defender but but taking faceoffs for for my team and, and getting the possession I think that was a big key in um, some of the other coaching staffs around the league to vote on um, you know me for for rookie of the year and um, you know that's a that's a whole unit thing so. Um, you know, I think we do a, a great job this year, and I think we did a great job my rookie year, and that kind of helped me get the votes I needed to win the rookie of the year. So it was just as much of my, my teammates' award as it was mine. Well, yeah, everything is is based on team. Without team, right, you're not going to get those individual glades. Um, for yourself, I want to ask, do you fancy yourself an offensive-type player, or do you like more of the defensive grind, or what do you like most about? Yeah, I mean, I... I like scoring goals. I don't know. I feel like if you talk to any defender and they tell you they don't like scoring goals, they're a liar, right? Um, <laughs> it's the most glam. It's the most glamorous part of any sport, right? So, I think you know that, that'll always be in, in, inside me. And growing up playing in Peterborough, it was always you know you play offense, you play defense, you get off. So it's something that's that's been instilled in me. Since I've been a kid, and I, I love scoring goals. But at the same time, I think over the years, you know, growing up and kind of settling in that defensive role, uh, I've really come to enjoy. You know, playing a good, good shift to D, having a good D stand with with your four teammates. So I, I think I enjoy the grind a little more now than scoring the goals. I'll I'll gladly run the ball up and, and toss to one of my own guys who get paid the big bucks to do that. Well, you I mean you look back last year, fourteen games played, six goals, ten assists. So you're definitely not uh, you know afraid to to sling it yourself, but also definitely you like to dish it too. So sixteen points in fourteen games is not too bad. And you look at this season as well. Only three games played. You've already got three goals and one assist, so you're over a point per game as well. So you're definitely bringing it for the Halifax fans. I'm wondering, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that are here in Halifax and even around the, the Maritime Provinces that haven't got out to a lacrosse game or haven't experienced the Thunderbirds yet. So what would you tell someone who's looking into sitting down and, and coming and checking you guys out? What would you tell someone is the best selling point of watching the Halifax Thunderbirds, uh, uh, You know, aside from watching you? Um, you know, it's the fastest game on two feet. Um, you know, I think if, if you like hockey, which a lot of Maritimers do, then you'll love lacrosse. It's, it's very similar in a lot of aspects. Um, you know, except in my opinion, it's a little more exciting, you know, a little rougher. Um, you know, instead of four, four, five, six goals, we have, you know, 14, 15, 16, just on one side of the, on the floor. So, um, something that you definitely will, you won't be able to sit in your seat for, you'll, you'll, It'll be definitely very exciting, and um, you know if anyone is ever in the Halifax area and, and needs some tickets, don't be afraid to find me on Instagram and reach out. I get eight a game, so I'd be more than glad to, to leave some for anyone, and that goes for you as well. So, um, no, I super yeah, appreciate I think, that. I think the best way to put it, to be honest, is in my opinion, it's like merging um, old time hockey with basketball, with um, you know some of the speed of of the new age hockey. So, you know, you got the roughness, you got the, the speed and finesse, and then you got, you know, the systems like you do in basketball with the pick and rolls and, and the defensive scheme. So um, there's a bunch of little games inside of the game, and it's obviously I'm a little biased because my profession and it's, you know, my favorite sport. But, you know, just growing up myself and even when I get a, a bye week, it's something that I always like checking out other games, and I've, I've always enjoyed watching the games and watching the, the little battles inside the, inside the game. So, 
we'd appreciate it if you guys come out at least give it a chance. Um, you know, cheer us on, and hopefully we can, uh, like I said, bring you guys a, a championship out there. Well, we'll definitely be driving and making sure that everybody gets there. I'm wondering for you guys, I know you're it's your inaugural season, but every team needs a rival. So if I had to put you on the spot right now, Jake, who would you guys want to pick out of the league and say this is going to be our rival? This is who, when we get to play them at home or play them in their spot, we are going to be battling these guys a little bit harder with a little bit more edge. Uh, personally, I'd like Buffalo. You know, <laughs> Buffalo, they have a crazy rabid fan base as well. Um, it's a really good sports town there, and they're always a pretty good team since I've been in the league. So, it's a team that uh, there's always a little extra there. Um, maybe you know carrying over from from the Rochester days, but um, it's, it's a team that's always going to bring you know their their A game too, and they're going to push us to the best. And um, you know it's going to be a very entertaining um, matchup when they come to town. So, in my opinion, it'd be, it'd be Buffalo. I think maybe a lot of other guys in the team would be Rochester, just because you know our past, but. You know, Buffalo, Rochester, they're pretty close to each other, so you can pick or choose whatever one. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to build that up every single time you guys play. We're going to make sure it just gets trumpeted as the rivalry game. Obviously, natural ones will shake out throughout the season, but it's awesome to have the Halifax Thunderbirds here. The promotion was amazing throughout the summer. You guys were always in the public eye, you know, on the radio. Everywhere you go, you would see a Thunderbird vehicle as well. Um, for yourself, coming to town, one last bit for you. When you get here and you're playing here, how does it feel now to be a Halifax Thunderbird? Feels great. You know, I feel like uh, I'm right at home right when I touch down every time in Halifax. And, uh, you know, sadly, I'm, I'm usually only there for, you know, 48 to 72 hours. So when the game's done and we go, we go in and enjoy the city, it's, uh, you know, it's bittersweet having to leave. Um, and, you know, I, I couldn't think of a better place to be to be playing right now in, in my career, and um, you know, it's been nothing but great, uh, great with the fans and, and the experience with them and the interaction with them. So, you know, like I keep preaching, it definitely helps when we can get out get out uh, a lot of fans to our games, and it, it really helps us push and, and motivates us to uh, you know put on a good show and, and get a win. So, you know, I, I can't say anything, but you know, thank you so much. Halifax for for, uh, for what's kind of transpired thus far and kind of our our young uh, relationship with the team. So um, hopefully we can keep winning and keep keep bringing a good product on the floor and we get a championship at the end of this year. So go, go Thunderbirds. Go Thunderbirds. Well, we're looking forward to the season. Cannot wait to see what shakes out. Everybody will have eyes on you now, Jake. Obviously, we'll make sure the fans get out, get cheering these guys on. Everyone, this is Jake Withers from the Halifax Thunderbirds. I want to thank you so much, Jake, for taking the time, and we look forward to seeing you next time you're in town. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, I'll be I'll be flying out tomorrow. Actually, we have a we play Colorado this uh, on Saturday at seven. So, well, it'll be we'll a be good soon. game, and look forward to it. Sounds good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Not a worries. Have a good one, Jake. So that was Jake Withers. Like I said, he is the defenseman for the Halifax Thunderbird of the National Lacrosse League. Like he was telling everyone, make sure you get out. Check out this awesome product. Check out the team Saturday night as they are playing Colorado. And exclusive to Offside Hockey Talk, we have four amazing tickets to go see the Halifax Thunderbirds. So if you want to be able to win those tickets, make sure you like and forward this 
episode on to your friends, especially if you're on the East Coast, and get down and check out the Halifax Thunderbirds. All right, guys, this is James from Offside. Have yourself a great day.